Hey, welcome to Top Shelf Tech. Today we're speaking with Frayne from Well Revolution. Welcome, Frayne. Thank you, Ryan. Glad to be here. <laughs> hey, um, so Well Revolution, uh, a company that has been doing things that I guess a lot of people have been talking and asking for for a long time. Can you tell us a bit about your story? Sure, yeah. Well, I mean, our origin you know, is pretty much a, a doctor, a pharmacist, and uh, an engineer walked into a bar. Yeah, it's almost <laughs> a true story, actually. So we have Sasha, who's yeah, AKA Dr. Sash. Um, she started out marketing and advertising, but uh, coming from a family of doctors, couldn't resist uh, and went into medical school. Uh, got infected with a passion for healthcare, spent years in public sector health innovation, and got diagnosed with frustration. Um, Mike, who's the pharmacist on the team, he founded New Zealand's largest pharmacy group, which exited in 2011, um, co-founded another large healthcare venture, which exited in 2018, and he's held a lifetime's worth of frustration because of slow change in healthcare, as many of us have. Um, and myself, I'm an engineer and serial tech founder. Um, I first invested in healthcare about six years ago, and um, that was after about three years of being frustrated as a first-time parent. Um, you know, so I brought frustration to the party as a healthcare consumer. And um, you know, my, my daughter was born nine years ago, and during her first few years, being my wife and I being first-time parents were frequent users of GP services. And um, along with the frequent struggle that you'd have with clunky websites and apps and things that you would need to book appointments and, um, you know, along with the, uh, you know, giving up and being frustrated and calling receptionists and making an appointment, which invariably would be days later, um, you would then have to bundle a baby into the car and take a long drive, most of which was finding a park, and then walk in the rain and then go and sit inside a doctor's office for half an hour while you wait to see a doctor for five minutes and then repeat that step and process backwards uh, and do it all over again. So basically, you know, three hours of your life is sucked out um, each time you wanted to do that. So the three of us had uh, known each other for a long time and regularly talked about our you know, respective frustrations. And we came to realize that, you know, together we were a perfect mix of skill and experience to do something about it. So in 2018, we got to work and um, got really serious about it. And... Um, you know, we came to the whole thing collectively with a central theme, and that was quite simply to just you know, save people time and make healthcare easier and faster to get. That's basically what it was. And um, we knew that if we succeed, um, that there would be a whole lot more time and more life and more enjoyment for a hell of a lot more people. So to do that, we knew that um, to make this work, we would have to solve for um, healthcare at home, basically. So that means, you know, devices and consultations and treatments and things that you would need to do from home. So we, um, we set ourselves a target to design and build a solution and in something and launch it and get it to market within, you know, we set ourselves, our target was two months and $2,000 budget. Um, and we did it six weeks and 1600 bucks and got our first members and customers. And, um, we, we did that with, with an experiment and that was, you know, when we're talking with our doctors, we wanted to focus and pick one particular problem. And there was a big problem in New Zealand and that was sexual health, something I naturally, turns out it was. Um, and we knew we needed to prove three things at home, um, consult the doctor at home and also get treated at home. Um, you know, so, so we launched that, got to market. It was successful. And we still run it today. 
but then for the past two years, we've been you know exploring a, a lot of dark alleys and building the ship effectively we needed to do to you know make a make an impact in healthcare. And the first part of what you see now is um, our app, which we released um, actually just before COVID nineteen struck. Um, and you know, uh, if we look at healthcare as a whole, it's very big, it's very complicated, it's very fragmented. Um, and we looked at primary healthcare, uh, which is your family GP, because it's a gateway to, to most of the health system, particularly here in New Zealand. And there was one thing that stood out to us, and that was, you know, we've been tying ourselves to this arbitrary constraint of time-based appointments. So you make appointments, and when you see your doctor, they've got a fixed amount of time with you. And so that was the first thing that we wanted to vanquish from healthcare. Um, and so we we had an entirely new way of thinking about a doctor's consultation. And what we ended up building was um, really an anti-appointment tool. And we wanted to give people a way to have quick, unscheduled doctor consultations. And if you look at most of the industry, while most of it focuses on appointments and video calls, we removed the need for appointments and we you know, removed the strict requirement for having to do video consultations, which are exhausting, as many people would know, having doing video meetings all throughout um, lockdown. Um, so, you know, basically we wanted to make healthcare work like the rest of the internet does. And that was, um, you know, so what we ended up building was something like WhatsApp for seeing a doctor and Slack for keeping a rich healthcare history. Um, you know, so, so basically what our app does, it's um, a way for you to direct message a doctor 24-7 uh, without an appointment, um, which people use to, you know, consult with the doctor and to get prescriptions delivered to home or picked up from the nearest pharmacy. Um, you know, and we've had members now who have, from the time that they've thought about a problem that they might have, to, you know, downloading the app, consulting with the doctor, and then being inside the pharmacy, um, you know, it's all happened within half an hour. And those are the types of healthcare experiences we're trying to create. And we're, we're very early in that um, in that journey. It, it's it's awesome. I, I think some of the uh, things you're doing to break down those traditional models uh, are amazing. You know, you talk a bit about um, having to wait for appointments. You know, everybody knows the waiting room and you know, people running late, and, and even just the small things. I think that people take for granted, like um, the actual time investment it takes to travel to a doctor for some families, which may which may not be as simple as for, for a lot of people just jumping in the car and going there. It just unlocks a whole bunch of, um, I guess, accessibility for those for those families who, who probably don't have the access that, that we do. Yeah, generally it comes down to um, you know, access, accessibility, convenience and cost. And for some people it's all three and some people it's a combination of, of one of those. Mm. Um, you know, so customers in rural areas, of course, is accessibility. Um, for some it could also be convenience and people in urban and central city areas where we have you know, a really good healthcare system and, and good access it's convenience and for some it's cost. I think, yeah, I, I think um, you, you kind of, a lot of people probably take for granted the opportunity. I mean, I'm, I'm lucky enough, uh, my father's a doctor, so when I need medical advice, oh, I get him or call him. Exactly. <laughs> right. And so that's the experience we're trying to create. What we want to do is we want people to feel like it's, it's like having a doctor in your family, right? So you would know from your experience, when you need something, you pick up your phone, mm -hmm you're not necessarily going to book an appointment with your dad. You're just going to DM him. Yeah. And so that's what we're doing. We're giving people the ability to DM a doctor yeah. just like you would your dad. 
And I, I think it also removes some of the the stigma associated with with seeing a doctor. Um, you talked a bit about the sexual health stuff you started mm. with. Um, you know, treating that and getting getting more people access to to better better health solutions or better care for those kinds of things is is, is going to be massively important with with well well revolution. Absolutely. Um, yeah. yeah. What we ended up doing with the sexual health stuff was picking up a big part of the market that got missed, and that was. Um, primarily heterosexual males, um, and um, it was uh, yeah, it was a, it was a really good experiment that that continues to this day. Mm. You you mentioned that you launched just before lockdown, which seems like a an incredibly opportune time. Um, can you tell us a bit about that? And I know that you've been uh, doing a bunch of work with AWS. Um, yeah. Can you tell us a bit about what happened to going to setting up the app and how AWS allowed you to kind of spin stuff up so quickly and and uh, prepare prepare yeah so our successful launch um you know just before COVID was obviously two years in the making um timing was quite fortunate but um we we were probably going to be a little bit later than we expected but um we'd been on aws throughout that journey and um you know we've had we've been so fortunate to have such great support from them um mm -hmm. both in terms of their technology and their people here in new zealand and internationally um we're also very fortunate to have a you know such a great friend and a mentor and advisor um, to us who's um, helped us very early with AWS. So special shout out to Angus Norton, who's one of AWS's GMs in Seattle. Um, but, um, you know, the, if I think about my own experience, you know, I've been starting businesses for 20 years and, you know, I've started tech businesses back when we had to spend tons of capital on buying servers and stuffing them into racks, um, you know, and, doing all of that and spending all of that money before you even had a single customer. Um, but now we can replicate what used to take us months and tens of thousands of dollars to do, or sometimes hundreds of thousands of dollars to do um, in 15 minutes with zero upfront cost. You know, so we've, um, we've had the good fortune of being involved in AWS's Activates startup program from, um, from the very beginning. Um, which has meant that, um, you know, all of our, our effort and what startups can do nowadays is put all of their effort into building remarkable products while we leave AWS to, to be remarkable with infrastructure. I think um, that's a, uh, the innovation opportunity is something a lot of people don't realize or, or really carefully examine as part of the move to public cloud. So uh, we talk a lot about reducing costs through infrastructure, but you, you, Well Revolution is a perfect example of the ability to scale up in, in response yeah. to demand without that month to, months and months of delay of procurement and racking and all of that exactly. kind of stuff. And when we, uh, when we scale internationally, it'll be the same thing. We have the advantage of having ready infrastructure that's just ready to to scale. I mean, it's called elastic for a reason, right? Because mm. it can just stretch to however big you want it and it can shrink to however small you want it. Um, so uh, we're so lucky. And startup founders who I mentor these days, um, you know, some of them don't appreciate how lucky they really are mm. and how fast you can start something. It's a, so simple to take something from what you've done in New Zealand just to, you know, do it do it globally. There's, there's a lot of other operational stuff you have to look at, but from an infrastructure perspective, uh, reasonably straightforward. Absolutely, definitely. Mm. Um, the, so if, if, if we look at, we'll talk specifically about what happened pre-COVID, you know, pre we actually had the app out that was in quiet beta testing um, with uh, some, some doctor's practices. And uh, then the Royal College of GPs in New Zealand uh, went out 
before lockdown and said, right, from Monday, this was on, a, I think, a Sunday morning, said by tomorrow morning you have to be doing 80% of your consults virtually. Um, so needless to say, there was some panic. Uh, luckily for the few practices that we had, um, they were ready. Um, and so being on AWS enabled us to, to build in some features really quickly. So, you know, if, 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 um, if we talk specifically about, you know, what happened in the shift in behavior and the sort of things and outcomes that happened during uh, that whole lockdown period was that, um, you know, most people were expecting the healthcare system to become overloaded. Um, what ended up happening was underutilized. And so many doctors' clinics during lockdown were just, it was crickets for a lot of them. And that resulted in a big drop in revenue. And doctors didn't have a really easy way of being able to uh, build their patients. Right? So they would, um, you know, if we think about people talking about, you know, is there a rapid digitization in healthcare? Um, it wasn't so much digitization from doctors' point of view. What they did is telethonized. So most of their uh, appointments were done over the, over the phone, which worked really well for them. Um, but the problem is, is then how do you collect money? And so we got asked really quickly, um, do we have a billing solution, which we didn't have. Um, and so we built one literally within a couple of days and um, were able to push that out through the app and doctors started using it immediately so that they could build their patients. Um, so that's one example. Without having access to the right technology infrastructure, it's, mm. it's near impossible to do those sort of things on your own. I, I just, you know, we hear stories and we've seen uh, even some of our customers go through that. And, and when lockdown hit, the massive shift that they had to make in terms of remote working um, and all of that, and even inf access to infrastructure and applications, whereas you guys were, were, were already in the right place to be able to, to be prepared for that. You could scale up on demand as, as, as capacity, as you needed capacity. Um, yeah, it sounded, it sounded like a perfect opportunity. So, where do you see um, what, what do you see coming next? I mean, you guys started on this two two years ago. Um, where next for digitised health? Well, it's um, it's it's a trend that's been coming for a long time. Um, I think what's happening now, though, is effectively, you know, three years worth happened in in, in three months. So. Nothing is rapid in healthcare. I mean, it's such a big, complicated industry. Nothing can be rapid, and it's 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 such a difficult industry to be in. Um, but if um, excuse me, um, if we look at sort of what happened is the pandemic caused an awakening within the industry, effectively, um, and that was really an awakening for under how underprepared it was. Um, you know. But overall, the primary healthcare sector responded really, really well. Um, they suffered during lockdown because of revenue, but not from being overloaded, as we talked about, it's from being underutilized. Um, and it wasn't just clinics, it was also pharmacies who, who struggled too because they were filling low margin um, scripts and missing out on high margin retail sales. But overall, our healthcare system was underprepared and not in people or skills, which we have a lot of in New Zealand, in technology. Um, so our healthcare system is made up of independent silos that don't play well together. Um, and it's filled with legacy systems and outdated technology. Uh, and COVID has certainly accelerated the interest and intent uh, to improve access both across public and private. And that's starting to happen, but you know, it's a long, difficult road ahead. And you know, we're doing our bit to help pave that road. Absolutely. Um, that, that's been awesome. Very, really interesting. I, I, I would encourage anybody out there watching it to go 
watching this, so go check out the Well Resolution app. Anyone who's um, you know frustrated about having to book an appointment days in advance, who, who's sitting in waiting rooms, all of that, I'd absolutely encourage you to like, um, have a look at it. So thanks very much for joining us, Frayne. Very well. Um, thank you. Thanks for tuning in to Top Shelf Tech.